0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And very pleasant. Good morning, everybody. As always, good to be back with you. This is the Marlins Rewind, and last night inside citizens bank park in south philadelphia pennsylvania the marlins and the phillies played game one of their three-game weekday series and what an absolute thriller we had on the mound sandy alcantara versus aaron nola and with the recap as always here is glenn geffner
1: it's tough a loss as the marlins have endured this season and we've still got a long way to go 103 games remain but It'll be tough to top this one. When you look at what Sandy Alcantara was able to do on the mound and the Marlins in the end come up just short. They lose the opening game of this three-game series in Philadelphia tonight. The Phillies with a walk-off hit from Reese Hoskins with two outs in the last of the ninth beat. Anthony Bass and the Marlins by the final of 3-2. to two. We knew coming in it was going to be a terrific pitcher's duel between Sandy Alcantara and Aaron Nola and they didn't disappoint. We were 0-0 into the third inning. The Phillies struck first against Sandy with one out. Back-to-back singles by Kyle Schwarber and Reese Hoskins. The Phillies had runners at first and second for the reigning National League Most Valuable Player, Bryce Harper. The 3-2 to Harper. Lined in a right center, gonna fall in for a hit. Schwarber's gonna come around and score, heading for third base Hoskins. Harper wants a double, and he's in there with a slide. It's one nothing Phillies. On a 3-2 pitch, Harper his 20th double, his 46th RBI of the year. And at that point, leading 1-0, the Phillies at 2nd and 3rd, still only one out. But Sandy came back, he struck JT Romuto out looking for the 2nd out. Got Didi Gregorius to bounce to 2nd, he was out of the inning, still at 1-0. The Marlins didn't have a base runner in this game until they got back-to-back hits from Garrett Cooper and Jorge Soler with one out in the 4th inning. It was still 1-0 Phillies into the fifth when John Birdie led off with a double for Miami. So the Marlins have the tying man on. Nobody out fifth inning for the shortstop, Miguel Rojas. The 1-1, Rojas, line drive to left. That's a fair ball. Going to roll toward the wall. Birdie around third. He'll score to tie it. Miggy is jogging into second base with a double, and it's 1-1 in the fifth. And with both starting pitchers still going strong, we stayed 1-1. Into the top of the seventh with one out. That same combination got it done again. John Birdie a single. He stole second base. Birdie in scoring position for the captain, Miguel Rojas. Nola to the plate. And Miggy rips one out to left center field. That's going to get it done. Birdie touches third. He'll come home. Rojas digging for a double. The throw is high. It gets away. He'll stay at second. and RBI double. Rojas comes up big again. And the Marlins take a 2-1 lead in the seventh. So Sandy had the lead, he was on a roll going into the bottom of the seventh and he had retired. Sixth in a row in that seventh, he was facing eight, nine, and one. Mickey Moniak on the very first pitch, hit a one hopper back to the mound for out number one. Matt Vierling fouled out to the catcher for the second out. And with two down, nobody on, up by a single run. Sandy went after the very dangerous Phillies left fielder, Kyle Schwarver. 2-2, swing and a miss! He struck him out on a changeup. Sandy is through seven again for the seventh consecutive start. He has retired the last nine in a row in this one. And we head to the eighth. 2-1 Miami over the Phillies on the Marlins. Aaron Nola was done after seven. Six hits, two runs, no walks, six Ks. 107 pitches, 75 strikes in the... Top half of the eighth inning, Connor Brogdon set down the top of the Marlins batting order, one, two, three. So Sandy was at 99 pitches through seven. He started the eighth. Sandy, who had walked one man all night, walked Reese Hoskins and Bryce Harper back-to-back to to start that eighth inning. So with a one-run lead and the pitch count climbing well up over 100, then over 110, Sandy was in a bind. You had the tying man at second, the go-ahead man at first, nobody out in the eighth inning, and he had to face J.T. Romuto. Here's the 0-1. J.T. breaks his bat, rolls one to Miggy to second, out, back to first, double play, 6-4-3, two outs in the eighth. Hoskins to third with the tying run. And at that point, Sandy thrown 113 pitches, 72 strikes, and Don Mattingly decided he wanted the lefty, Stephen Ogert, to face Didi Gregorius. Ogert has been so good for the Marlins this year. Sandy hated to leave the game. Everybody hated to see him out of this game, but at 113 pitches and having emptied his tank out there, he headed to the dugout. Ogert came on, and Didi Gregorius made the Marlins pay on the very first pitch. Facing Okert, whose first pitch is a ground ball. Fair over the bag at first. Down the right field line. Kicks off the sidewall. De La Cruz will hold Gregorius to a single. But we're tied at two as Hoskins comes home to score. So Gregorius, who had been 0-3 up until that at bat, delivers his 10th run batted into the season. Pinch hitter Nick Castellanos followed with a single, putting two men on with two outs. But Bryson Stott struck out. And we went to the ninth in a 2-2 game. So a blown save charged to Steven Ogert. And a no decision for Sandy Alcantara, who pitched his heart out again. Seven and two-thirds innings, six hits, two runs. He walked three, struck out five. 113 pitches, 72 strikes. Sandy's ERA goes from 161 to 1.68 in this one tonight. And he would get a no decision. Top of the ninth, Sir Anthony Dominguez worked a 1-2-3 inning. He got Jesus Aguilar swinging. He got Sanchez to line to left and a nice sliding catch by Kyle Schwarber. And then John Birdie grounded out into the bottom of the ninth in a 2-2 game. Anthony Bass, who's been the Marlins' best relief pitcher so far this year. He struck out Mickey Moniak, but then Matt Vierling with one out singled. Kyle Schwarber took a call third strike for the second out. Reese Hoskins came to the plate. Veerling stole second. So now, with two outs in the ninth, the Phillies had the winning man in scoring position, and Hoskins, their first baseman, was the batter. 2-1 pitch. Is a line drive out to left center, gonna get down for a base hit. Veerling around third, and the Phillies walk it off. The Rob Thompson magic lives on. The Phillies have won 10 of 11 for their interim manager, And they steal a win for the Marlins tonight, the final in Philly, 3-2. The Phils come out on top. The Marlins with their 16th one-run loss of the season, most in Major League Baseball, now 8-16 in 24 games decided by a single run. They fall to 2-4 in games decided via a walk-off. Phillies with three runs on 10 hits, no errors, eight left, Miami two runs on six hits, no errors, Marlins strand four. Sir Anthony Dominguez, the winning pitcher, four and one. Anthony Bass takes the loss. He's one and three. Time of the ball game: two hours fifty-nine minutes. The Phillies are back above five hundred at thirty-one and thirty with this victory. They've won ten of eleven. The first win in this stretch belonged to Joe Girardi. The last nine in ten games to the interim manager Rob Thompson. The Phillies now eighteen and sixteen here at home. Marlins. Now dropped the two and two on this road trip. Back-to-back wins to start in Houston. A loss against the Astros yesterday, a loss here in Philly tonight. Miami now five under, 27 and 32 overall, 12 and 18 on the road this season. The Marlins and Auton Nation again working together to partner in trying to strike at cancer in our communities. Every time a Marlins pitcher strikes a opposing batter out this season, $25 be donated to Autonation's Drive Pink Initiative to support cancer research. Marlins pitchers fanned eight in this game tonight. That's $200 to Nation's Drive Pink Initiative for the season. Up to 522 strikeouts for the staff. $13,050 to Nation's Drive Pink Initiative. Tough loss for the Marlins. Miguel Rojas, a pair of RBI doubles. He was two for three in this game. John Birdie went two for four. Single, a double, a stolen base. He scored both Marlins runs. Sandy, seven and two-thirds innings. Of six-hit, two-run ball. His seventh straight start in excess of seven innings for the Marlins. Stephen Oker charged with a blown save, allowing the tying man to score that he inherited from Alcantara on the hit by Gregorius in the eighth inning. And then Bass takes a loss in the ninth. Phillies prevail here 3-2. Game two of the series comes up at 7.05 tomorrow night for the Marlins' Trevor Rogers For the Phillies, the right-hander Zach Eflin will hit the air at 6.30 tomorrow night with Marlins on deck.
0: That one will break your heart a little bit. Uh, Miami falls back to 27-32. and 32. The Phillies are 31-30, and 30, a game over 500. let Let's hear from Marlins manager Don Mattingly after the loss. Donnie, obviously not
2: the results that you guys wanted, but uh, Sandy, another great job out there today.
3: Yeah, Sandy good again. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to say. <clears throat> Other than he obviously pitched really good, uh, got us to a good spot in the game great spot in the game and uh, just couldn't finish it.
2: In that eighth inning we saw him hold out his hand when he went out to pull him out. Obviously he had no choice at that point, but uh, just how difficult is that in the situation, especially after you got real muted to uh, grind out into that double play?
3: Yeah, I like I never really want to take Sandy out, um, but at that point we felt like it was the best thing. Um, you know, he walks two guys in that inning, it looked like he was kind of out of gas the way he was, he was forcing some stuff. And we felt like that was, you know, just the matchup at the time. I mean, I could let him go. He's kind of past the point where we wanted to, wanted to finish. Uh, we let him go a little bit further and just felt like he'd do his job at that point.
2: Well, the fashion pitcher stole there. What was Nola doing on the other end to keep your hitters off balance?
3: No, Nola's good. You um, said it before, When they seems like guys that are facing Sandy are always going to they know they got to be good. Uh, you know, he's a, he's a guy that can add and subtract. He doesn't give in. He's got good stuff. He can make the ball do a lot of stuff. Uh, kept our guys off balance for the most part.
2: Bertie and Miggy, though, uh, good nights against Nola. What did you see in their approaches at the
3: plate? No, both those guys kind of were well, the guys back there at the back part of the order. Did a nice job of getting on. Bert's, you know, a guy it's obviously a tough guy can get a bag for you. Uh, and then Miggy, two key hits. Really driving those runs. Um. Uh, yeah, it was good.
0: At what point is the decision made to let Sandy go on the eighth? I know ninety something is low for his standards, but what's the balance between deciding whether or not to let him go out there to start it so he can get out of the door to go
3: with pen straight there? Uh, as much as anything, just how he how he's doing and and like kind of where he's at and how he got there. You know, I felt like towards the end there he was he was he was going good like he always does, and he kind of spoils you because you feel like he's always getting better late. Um, but yeah, so as long as he's good, when I check with him after the after the seventh, uh, we're gonna send him back out.
2: What about at what point in the eighth had you decided maybe like even after he gets the double play, like hey?
3: No, before he gets the double play, we knew if he got to Gregorius, we were he was that was gonna be it.
2: Um, just you know, obviously pitched nine innings last time out. Those some of the things you take into account as well in terms of how deep. oh uh,
3: yeah. I mean, I think we always. You know, we, we start the game at a, at a point where we, you know, Mel's kind of got a pitch count with him. We know he's on five days. He's in, he didn't get extra rest. Uh, so it's, it's one of those things that we watch. Um, and then how he gets there. I think the one the one inning kind of, you know, pushes him. We didn't think he'd get as far as he did, honestly, when he has that long inning, uh, I guess 26 or something like that, 20-something in the one inning. Um but then typical Sandy starts getting shorter innings and getting out quick. So it enabled him to go out by the eighth. How
2: difficult is it, though, you know, the tying run at third? I'm sure he wants to be responsible for the run. Yeah,
3: yeah I, I know Sandy's never, you know, like I've had many, you know, I shouldn't say many, but there's a few guys I've had that don't ever want to come out. Right. And uh, Sandy's one of those guys. And just for us, we felt like he had did his job tonight.
2: What did you see in particular from maybe uh that pitch to Didi and then also just I guess the last one that Bass
3: gave up for the walk off? Yeah, the pitch to D looked like a breaking ball it just didn't get away from him. The like it stayed in the middle or you know, something something out over the plate and uh, you know, gets the ball, hooks it down the line, uh looked like a, I thought it looked like another slider. Um looked like a slider that stayed up for uh for Hoskins. Is it ever tempting to treat him, I mean, like a, l- a little differently in this sense? Of like, okay, I know he's at one thirteen, but like, he's our guy. We'll, we'll push it more than. We want. No, no, no doubt. I think we do push it with him, you know, more than it, more than the other guys for sure. So, um, again, it's our job to take care of him too, mm-hmm. and um, and felt like again he did his job. You know, you're feeling feeling like. Don't like the situation when Riamudo's up because, as good as he pitches, he's got a chance to lose that game, right. right? And you don't really want him to do that. But you know, Sandy's not built like that. He's built to finish it. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I think it, we just got to that point. We knew we would kind of made the decision. If he got that far, his pitch count was going to be at a point where, you know, that was kind we weren't going to go any further.
0: That was Donnie after the loss. Before we hear from Sandy, let's step aside for a quick commercial break. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Back with you on Marlins Rewind. Let's hear from Sandy Alcantara, who was really, really good last night. He was pulled in the eighth inning with a man on third and two outs.
2: Sandy, we saw the frustration from you after you were taken out there in the eighth. Where was those frustrations coming from? Was it from the walks or being taken out?
4: Uh, first of all, I just want to say thank you, God, for giving me the opportunity and be healthy during the game. I mean, yeah, you know, just get a little hungry, you know, because I just want to finish that eating, you know, what I mean, to walk in that inning, And, you know, I just feel so bad for me, you know, and I did that. Is, I would say, is that the maybe most
2: frustrated you've been taking, being taken out of a game in your career?
4: Yeah, you know, I think that's uh, the first time that I, that I do that in my career. You know, I think um, I got to take this on that, you know, because I think uh, I don't have to do that because I know I, I got a more opportunity to do better. With
0: that, uh, when you get the double play, you know you're one out of the way, maybe even just one pitch away. Does that make it even worse? I mean, because it, it was two outs, not necessarily one, or no, you
2: only need one pitch potentially to get
4: there. Uh, after that double play, you know, I think uh, Donnie will let me – finish the A, you know, but I mean, I told him, you know, let me finish. I say too late, but uh, I got to repeat that.
2: You, back-to-back walks that hadn't happened for you since opening day were, I guess, those two at-bats to start the inning. What was happening there with your command?
4: I mean, I don't know. I think I just feel a little bit, you know, like losing control, you know, but I don't have to worry about it. You know, I just got to keep working and keep positive.
2: What's it like being in a pitcher's duel between you and Nola? You guys have faced off over the years, just seeing both of you guys at the top of your game.
4: Yeah, it's great you know I think he did a great job tonight you know tried to to go deep in the game you know try to keep the game tight you know i think um he's a great pitcher too you know and let's give it some credit to him uh,
0: yeah. and the third thing you think was when they gave three consecutive hits what did you do to settle down after that after you gave that first run?
4: you know keep throwing my pitches you know keep throwing my best stuff you know and keep competing
2: sandy outside of obviously the the way it ended how would you feel about your outing as a whole
4: uh, I think um, great, you know, I think I've been doing a great job, you know, I mean, I mean, I just got to keep doing what I'm doing.
0: Physically, just how are you feeling again? It's seven plus innings, every single start, just physically feeling good and just how are you balancing, making sure that you are ready when you get
4: out there? Um, I'm always feeling good, you know, I mean, I think um, I prepare myself really good, you know, to to do that kind of game that I've been having, you know, and I got to keep doing the same. <laughs>
0: Sandy Alcantara after the Marlins' walk-off loss 3-2 at Citizens Bank Park last night. Game 2 of this series comes your way at 7.05 this evening. Trevor Rogers goes opposite of Zach Eflin. It's a 7.05 first pitch. We'll be on the air at 6.30 with Marlins on deck. And as always, we hope you'll find some time to join us on the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation.
5: Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best